I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Do you know an organization that is looking for a keynote speaker, retreat speaker, or workshop host? You can contact me at meredithsigget at gmail.com for more information. I am currently booking speaking engagements for 2022. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Sigget, your host here at this podcast. Thank you everyone for downloading this episode and listening in on 2022, what could come next. Before we get there, just kind of want to open up and maybe do a little apologies. Um, I am having a migraine right now and my hearing uh, is a little affected by that. Noise affects my, our noise is affected or Hmm. My migraines and head is affected by noise, so I'm having some difficulties adjusting things because everything is sounding bad to me. So I apologize. I will try to clean up my audio as best I can, uh, but just kind of want to put it out there that I do understand it might be affected today. So I hope I can do you justice and clean it up as best as possible. So thank you for sticking in there with me. Sometimes I just got to own it. You know, that's how life goes, Um, owning those challenges and moving forward with it, not letting it be a barrier to me being successful or getting things done. So this episode is about the transition to a new year, 2022, what could come next? In thinking about this title, it really took me in two different mind frames, two different paths with it. One saying, what could come next? In all honesty, I have no clue. (laughs) So many things have been thrown at us that we never imagined before. It definitely has taught us that we are not always in control of things. It's uh, this pandemic, these uh, social injustice times have shown us really that we needed we need to be adaptable, flexible, problem solvers and not so rigid in what we're doing. Now I find this so funny coming from myself. I you know I've talked about it. I'm a very A-type personality. I am a planner. You guys know how much I love my planners and that is just the way that I function. Um And I've had to change a bit. I'm not saying my planner is in the garbage because it's right behind me right now. But I've had to allow for the flexibility or really, to be honest with you, the adaptability. I need to really believe in myself and trust myself to know when something comes in front of me that I have not planned for, I have the skills to think through it and make good decisions, do some problem solving, reach out to my resources. And that really has changed my perspective on the planning and control issue. It's more, what can I control? What is within my power to control? So that is the flip side of that question. What could come next? So again, the first part was, gosh, I don't know. There's things that we can't control. We've, you know, we've gone through a great lesson on that. 
But then also learning that there are things that we can control. There are things that we can do in spite of the challenges that we're having. Ooh, that kind of goes back to the whole migraine situation. (laughs) So I, you know, sat down to plan this episode out and thinking about some of the other things that I have put into social media or in the podcast in the transition um, from year to year. The end of the year time is a really big time for reflection and making planning. Uh, So you know that I've been doing that. Vision boards, putting planners together to, you know, look at what am I doing the first quarter of the year, the second quarter of the year. That's a, that's, you know, something that has traditionally been a big part for me. Looking at the episode and wanting to maybe do something a little bit different this year, Um, not just for the podcast purpose, to be honest with you, but personally to take a different approach and see how it works. I did look back at the episodes that I have dropped about the New Year's resolutions and ending of a year. So you can find the throwback 25 meets 40 episode that I did with Courtney for the new, on New Year's resolutions. You can find that um, in 2019. Also at that same time, I had episode 20, where there is an end, there is a beginning. That really made me think of things because that episode 20 was me reflecting on the transition from the 25 Meets 40 podcast to the Finding Myself podcast. And I was so excited that I got to that episode 20 and we were looking to continue it and move on. It was such an exciting time for me to be really honest with you. Uh, Because I was looking at how much more I had to go. And that was exciting. It wasn't daunting. It was actually very exciting because I was up for all of it. I wanted to move forward. Uh, So it was really interesting to think about that episode and, and reflect on it. But if you think about it, that was episode 20. We're now at episode 65. There was a year that kind of got lost in there. Last year, I went on hiatus during this time of year because I was burnt out beyond belief. I was um, ill, <laughs> just to be honest with you, having some medical issues. Um, and also just really dealing with the pandemic and how it was affecting my uh, my life, my family life, my friend life, and my professional life. So it's really interesting to think of how this progression has gone from a time of episode 20 where I was just so excited to move forward. Last year, the 2020 New Year's Eve and planning didn't happen because I was down for the count. And now I'm here at episode 65, looking at renewing that thought of going forward and being excited about it. So I'm glad and I need to acknowledge that I'm in a place to be excited, to move forward, to want to put some things in place, and knowing that there's so much out there for me to do, for me to accomplish, for me to experience, and I want to take it all in. So in looking at where do I go with all of this excitement, planning it with the detail, 
really doesn't seem to be the best option, just honestly, uh, because there is that piece where I don't know if I can control certain aspects of it, um, but knowing that there's other aspects that I can control. So wanting to, I don't know, some people might call hedge my bets. Um, Some people might say I'm playing it too small. I'm okay with that. I think, you know, our small steps do lead to big steps. Um, Every success starts with the first step, and I'm okay with that. So I thought about using a different approach this year to looking at next year. And I had heard a lot of people in, in past years talk about using a word for the year. I can want to expand a little bit on that concept of a word, you know, picking a word. I think that might be great. And it may, um, it very much ties into how I want to expand it. But I was thinking about not just looking at it as a word, but looking at it as a feeling. What is the feeling that I want to accomplish for the year? You know that I'm very tied to feelings such as joy you know, happiness, positivity. I mean, I I feel positivity, you know, as an emotion, as a feeling. Um, So that is really, you know, I'm really tied to that part of things. So I wanted to, me and this concept, I wanted to think more of the feeling side of things because I do have control of my feelings. We all know when you hear me say this, that our thoughts influence our feelings, which move our actions. So I know that I can have those intentional thoughts to get the feelings that I want. And then guess what will come of that? But actions, where the success happens, that sweet spot. So I I really am tied into that idea of feelings. But as we know, feelings are identified by a word. So we can look at that in different ways, come to it in different ways. But essentially it is creating that one single word or single feeling that you're going to focus on for the year. It's also going to be something that you can basically use as criteria for what you're doing. Asking yourself, is this activity, is this task going to produce the feeling that I want? Am I going in the right direction to get that feeling? So I did do some research on this choosing a word for the year to represent your year going forward. There's a lot of different pieces out there, different articles, different ideas, lists of of words that you could uh, try to play with or pick from. Um, But I really think that it's more important for you to come to it on your own. I mean, the tools might help you get started and might inspire you on your journey, but I think that it is really something that you need to dig down deep and come up with something that resonates with you and you know what? Inspires you, motivates you to go forward, to continue living the life that you want to live. It's being intentional. That word is going to motivate you to be intentional with your energy, your thoughts, your actions, your feelings, all of those things. We really need to keep in check so that we can be moving forward. 
I did see that there were some ideas of steps of coming up with those words. And I did want to kind of put these steps out there for you because I think it is a good way of you digging down deep to find that word. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not come up with my word yet. There's been some words I've been tossing around, but I really want to feel those words. I want to have that feeling aspect to it. I want to be inspired by that word because if I'm not inspired, I'm not motivated, I'm not committed. I don't want to get to week three of January and go, what was my word again? That would be an ultimate fail. If I can't remember the word that I put in place three weeks into the year, then that would not be good. I want to be thinking about that word while I'm in summer, while I'm going into fall, while I'm entering into winter next year so that I can finish the year knowing that I've done everything that with that word that I can. So I'm going to just state five steps to choosing a feeling or a word. And again, I keep bringing up this word feeling, but we know that a feeling is represented by one single word. So one of the aspects I I just said is you need to come up with a single word because this isn't complicated. This is as simple as can be. It's picking that word and also that word as defined by you. You get to define that word. So if I would pick the word joy, it's my definition of joy. Not someone else's, not Webster's, and not Urban Dictionary. It is my definition of joy. Because that is what I will be using as my criteria to make decisions, to kind of write my paths or move towards something. So those five steps. First is reflecting. Reflecting on what you would like your year to be like. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What will I achieve with these feelings? How will I achieve these feelings? Giving yourself some of those questions. Now that somewhat ties into step number two. It's visualizing. So when we come up with, you know, what are what feelings are important to you? What, how do we achieve those feelings? That's where we're visualizing. Let's start putting ourselves into that position. How will I go about getting those feelings? What does it look like? What might it smell like, taste like, sound like? Because that's where a lot of the feelings come from. Am I going to feel it in my gut that I'm doing the right thing? Am I going to feel it in my heart that I've got the warm and fuzzy, lovey feelings? Am I going to feel it in my head that I've, I've got pride in what I'm doing? So you really need to kind of go through a visualization. Again, that's step number two of what your year could be like. Step number three is creating a list. So I have already... In some of the uh, the visualization steps, I use some words. Pride. That's the one that's that comes to mind. Uh, that is a a word, obviously five letter word, but it's a feeling too. And I can feel it in my head, and I can feel it in my heart. 
So that might be something that I put down on a list. It might be joy, because you know how I feel with joy. It might be accomplished, which the, the word accomplished, I think has other components to it that we could, you know, that pride, relief, you could put some of those things, uh, some of those words down on a list. What you might find out in step number four is that you see a pattern. You see a pattern with those words, which might lead you to a smaller list. It's a way of reviewing and refining those words. When I have done some visualization before or trying to create uh, a feeling, the word strength always comes up for me. I've done different uh, activities with different coaches, with different people, and that feeling, that thought, that, I want to say category, is very important to me down deep. And I have found that through the themes that have come up in visualization, looking at myself standing there proud. It's funny, I'm strong, I'm sorry. As I'm thinking of this and talking about this, my posture is even changing. Again, it's that whole thoughts uh, influence feelings and make our actions. So I'm having those feelings of strength as I'm talking about them because I'm having my thoughts. And that's changing my my body posture. Um, so that that's something that you can see, that you can actually try on yourself. How do those words feel for you? What do they make you think of? What do they make you do? Does your body change? Because it's all sending those signals to us to make those changes, to make those difference, for us to know what's going on within our body, within our mind, within our feelings. And lastly, kind of the really important part, I've kind of talked about it a bit. So step number five, you need to really ask yourself, are you interested in this word? Are you inspired by this word? And can you be committed to this word? You might have to sit with that word for a little bit to see how it might play out in your everyday. Does it bring you what you want? Is it how you see yourself? Think about when you're asked, you know, name three characteristics of yourself that you like. Those are words. You know, I'm loyal, I'm responsible, I'm respectful, I'm kind. Those are all words. What do we want ourselves to think about ourselves? How do we want to describe ourselves? Which really turns into, how do I want to live my life? Responsible, respectful, kind, joyous strong, accomplished. Going through those five steps will help you really get to a word that resonates with you. Again, we have control over what we're doing in this aspect. It's a simple process. It's a simple concept to frame our year 
But we know our thoughts influence our feelings, which drives our actions. We can control our thoughts, which then go to our feelings and move our actions. I will pop back on at some point and tell you guys what word I ended up coming up with. But I'd love to hear from you too. Let me know if you have done this concept before. Let me know if you have a great strategy on coming up with a word. Or let me know if you've had success in this area. That would be amazing. I'd love to know your words. I'd love to know your successes. I'd love to know your resources. So please hit me up on my social media. Let me know how it goes for you. And I do wish everyone happy holidays, happy new years, and just everyone to be safe, happy, and healthy. Living the life that they want to live. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.